the first chapter of the bhagavad gita is called as arjuna vishad yoga the yoga of arjuna's grief for us it means arjuna's like grief for us we have to understand when you have a grief like arjuna then it becomes yoga or this grief that arjuna experienced led him to inquire led him to think what indeed is the cause of my sorrow and how can i find a permanent solution to my life problems and how do i gain that supreme goodness shreyas when this inquiry begins in us then whatever incident that we experience in life even if it is sorrow or a tragedy it leads us to yoga so when does sorrow become yoga when it leads us to inquire and pursue the permanent then it becomes yoga but it's true no in this word the word word they say that lato ke bhut baato se nahi mante sometimes a word can also hit you can shake you up inspire you turn your world upside down means turn your complete thinking the other way round otherwise sometimes we need a big tragedy in life but you see also whether it was dhruva and his father threw him away from his lap and his stepmother told him that if you want to to sit on your father's lap you should be born as my son hurt he started asking his mother for solution but his mother told him that there's only way is seek the lord nothing else and the dhru went in search of bhagwan went in search of the lord see an incident like that can transform a person and make that person inquire also we find in the life of different different sages some incident siddharth is a very typical example where he's lived in comforts lived in luxury ever protected and that siddharth when he sees that there is so much suffering in the world and what is the point of life he doesn't become depressed dejected but rather begins to inquire pursue find out then it becomes as yoga so that's why it's called as arjuna vishad yoga now begins the second chapter which still continues arjuna's dilemma the second chapter begins with sanjay reporting संजय संजय 
Addressing Shri Krishna as Madhusudana. Oh Madhusudana. Sanjay is talking about uh, what to say Krishna. He says to this Madhusudana spoke. Hey Madhusudana Uvacha. This Madhusudan says. Means the one who is the destroyer of Madhu. Madhu means honey, sweetness and therefore the destroyer of our attractions means our attachments. That Madhusudana Uvacha. Uvacha to who? This Arjuna who Kripaya Vishta Ashrupurna Kulekshanam who at that moment was overcome with pity and despondency Ashrupurna eyes full with tears Akulekshanam and eyes very disturbed and agitated why because overcome by kripa or pity sanjay uses the word that arjuna is using later on so overcome by pity and despondent vishidantam idam vakyam uvacha madhusudana so madhusudana said these words to this Arjuna who had tears in his eyes, whose eyes showed that he was very disturbed and agitated, who had sat down, yeah, absolutely dejected. Tushnim Babuva. This Tushnim, Gurudev used to explain very uh, nicely that, you know, something like when you get up in the morning, you have woken up, you go in front of the mirror and you put the toothbrush in your mouth. You seem to be awake but mentally asleep. This called as Tushni became totally mentally despondent. So he collapsed there to that Arjuna. Bhagwan, the destroyer of Madhu means destroyer of delusion. He says these words. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha Kutastva Kashmalamidam Vishame Samupasthitam Anarya Jushtama Swargyam Akirti Karam Arjuna Krishna is now first giving Arjuna a superficial treatment. Because to see how deep his problem is. Whenever you find someone depressed, low, lacking confidence, 
you generally try to shake that person up by saying in you you are afraid in the same way krishna is saying kutahatva kashmalam idam from where in you arjuna such a dejection has come and that too also vishame samupastitam it has come in such perilous states in this situation it has come this is not the time for you to even start feeling low or lack of confidence so from where has this weakness from where has this you know muddiness of your mind come here so kutat kutastva kashmalamidam vishame samupastitam and he immediately tells him anaryam this is not befitting for a noble courageous aryan now this word aryan comes we are all english bred history learning people and aryan means some white race that came from europe and then invaded india and then send the dravidians down there is no evidence of such a invasion because if it was there the aryans would have written it themselves isn't it it is not such thing aryan is a word in sanskrit which was then picked up by others in germany etc aryan is a word which means noble and therefore anaryam unworthy of being an aryan ignoble it is this is not something that is noble this type of trait in you this type of feelings in you this type of escapism in you this type of depression in you this is not the trait of a noble aryan therefore anaryam this is practice anaryam jushta means this is the trait of those people who are not noble not great not powerful not skilled not productive it is the sign of those people not of an aryan so anarya jushta acha there are some things that in this life you do may not be of dignity but it's a sacrifice by which you will get heaven this is aswargyam don't think that by this basically i was telling you that don't think you will get a noble prize for peace aswargyam akirti karam nor is it going to get you any fame means neither it will give you happiness nor is it going to get you any fame so akirti karam arjuna bhagwan really first words bhagwan is saying ha huh? so really speaking bhagwan's words have just started and this comes like a big whip to arjuna and arjuna was expecting sympathy and he's giving such logic against law he was thinking my son really very good yeah that you are thinking about peace that's what i was telling that's what i was working for all the time 
on the contrary krishna just looks at him and says from where has this mean weakness of your heart come not befitting of an aryan this is not going to give you any heaven or happiness nor is it going to get you any fame in fact it will be defaming saying that if that was not enough no comes because remember krishna is sitting on the charioteer uh, as a charioteer to lead arjuna's chariot to its destination to success and when ved vyasa describe this chariot coming into the middle of the battlefield even though it's not a symbolic chariot but gives us the picture of the kathopanishad where to nachiketa yamraj is pointing out adhyatma yoga or meditation and where he points out atmanam rathinam eva consider this ego to be the master of the chariot the body is the chariot the horses are the senses the mind is the rein and the intellect is the charioteer it gives this beautiful picture now imagine if the wheels of the chariot were wobbly means the body unhealthy the horses were untamed and wild the reins are loose and the charioteer doesn't know where he is going and is over that drunk what will be the destination of the chariot what will be the condition of the chariot either is going to get lost or fall into a ditch or meet with an accident now you know what's happening with the chariot of most people's life senses not tamed mind not strong and the charioteer doesn't know anything the discriminative intellect is the charioteer arjuna comes with white horses which means senses all tamed the reins of the chariot is in the hands of the charioteer and here the charioteer is not an ordinary intellect it's a very lord of the universe the intelligence behind the universe that is his charioteer and shri krishna is sitting there not as the flute player cajoling the gopis totra vetraika panaye with a whip in his hand as i told you on the first day the guru has to have a whip in his hand not to physically hit you but until and then that strictness is not there here when arjuna is expressing his weakness arjuna krishna is sitting there with a whip in his hands and these these whips that he gives with his words to arjuna 
which is full of his love and his confidence in Arjuna, but sounds like very harsh, unsympathetic words. But it is these words that made Arjuna recognize where his problem lies. And he goes to say even more strongly, and you know, for a macho man, and that too also a hero of his time, to call him as a eunuch. An important fellow can be very, very insulting. Anyway, they are friends. So he says, <laughs> See, calling him is the most loving name that Krishna seems to call Arjuna. So, there is so much love. Hey, Partha, Klaibhyam Mas Magama. Do not yield to this impotence. Klaibhyam. Klaibhyam means one who is neither a man nor a woman. In Bombay language, you know what. Hmm? <laughs> Why? Because neither like a woman you can express your emotions and get over with it. And neither like a man control your emotions and stand up. Therefore you are acting like somewhere in between. Klaibhyam mas magama partha. Don't yield to such form of impotency. Why not? Why not sometimes I can be like that? Etat natvai upapadyate. This does not befit you. It does not suit you. Not for a person of your caliber and your character. Such leavage cannot be given to a soldier like you, a warrior like you. Na etatvai upapadyate. Shudram. Shudram means this low, mean. Weakness of the heart. Tyaktva, having abandoned. Uttishtha parantapa. Stand up, oh, scorcher of force. Because that was also another name of Arjuna. Partha is the sweet son of his mother. But parantapa means a scorcher of the force. See the contradiction given here itself. Do not yield to such weakness. After all, you are the son of Pritha. The son of that Kunti. And you, the scorcher of force, give up this weakness of heart and just stand up, ready to fight. Whenever I take these, uh, these verses for the youth, I take them as a mantra that whenever you feel low, whenever you feel incapable, whenever you feel that you cannot do it, whenever you feel down, and whenever you feel that you are heading towards depression. Remind yourself of these verses and give a whip to your own mind. Do you think it befits you? 
you has been given all the education you who have worked and been successful all your life and when it comes to certain things you say i can't do it <laughs> give it up be daring stand up so he tells them tyaktotishta parantapa you cannot run away from the situations of life because as much as you run away from any situation that problem will go on chasing you it is because of your mental condition that it happens therefore wherever you go it will follow you rather than it constantly chasing you and you constantly putting your efforts to run away from it rather face it and handle it so tyakto tishtha parantapa so tyaktva utishtha utishtha parantapa arjuna o scorcher of the foes give it up now i do not know when i'm sure many of you when you were little you had these winding toys they were going to become battery toys but we had these winding toys we were there when we were kids at least as i said many of these youngsters will not know because what winding time they don't know winding they're coming back though winding watches you know ecologically suitable toys or so the winding things no battery needed no electricity needed no pollution see we were far advanced so you must have seen these winding dolls winding cars boys used to have the winding cars or lions and girls used to have these winding dolls and this there is to be a key which actually winds it means it it coils the spring tight and when the springs the tension is loosed the spring starts unwinding and if it's a doll the doll starts moving the car starts running so you find that it begins to happen and very often you wind it and after some time i think the spring also gets loose so it doesn't go on for too long and you wind it and halfway the doll stops when it gets over and in india we have a very simple methodology whether it's a television or the oven or something doesn't work it comes from that era it comes from that era even if children didn't work <laughs> you just give one <laughs> if the television is not working you just give it a few bangs and it start working and same thing used to happen with and very little children who did not know the mother would wind the doll for them and the doll would move and when the doll stop the children would go and hit the doll and when you hit the doll suddenly it starts moving a little bit you know this is exactly what krishna did <laughs> to make sure that everything that is in arjuna's mind if it is there comes out so it's not that he is being unsympathetic this is called as superficial treatment if his sorrow and his so called kripa his compassion is just superficial then by jerking him a little bit by shaking him a little bit by reminding him of who he is as far as his being a scorcher of the force that this type of fear does not befit him you shake him up and say come on go and act we also do that sometimes is it not were you afraid of your examination you prepared yourself you always done well now stop being like a baby go and do it hmm? you say that and a person if he's just being a little bit sentimental will start working but these words of krishna were like a slap on a winding doll whatever little spring tension was there 
also got released and you can find Arjuna again started talking. Oh, when is he going to stop? <laughs> we want to hear the Gita, you might say. But you'll understand and appreciate the Gita only when you understand that Arjuna now is beginning to find out what is the main cause of his problem. What he can see as and therefore seeks the solution. So far he's just giving his own arguments to escape the field of his action. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.